coming in. Keep it locked right here. You are listening to MTMB Sports. Hey guys, welcome back to Sports Talk with C. Your girl is back with another episode. And on this week's episode, we have a track and field athlete. Yes, we get to talk about running. Also, I covered the Thursday game with Connecticut Sun versus Phoenix Mercury. And I would like to play just the thoughts of Coach Kurt Miller and some of BG's teammates on the whole sentencing situation and some failings. So before we begin, let's just take a short break. Hey, how y'all doing? It's Rick Sincere, MTNV Sports. I'm so geeked. I'm here with the founder and the CEO of the Ozell brand, our sponsor, Mr. Titus, Ozell Golden. How you feeling, bro? Man, I'm blessed. How you doing, bro? Man, I'm doing great. Yo, do me a favor. Tell me about what got you started making shoes. Man, it's just crazy. It's just growing up in a type of environment I grew up in, mother getting robbed and shot, me being molested, me not knowing who I was as a as a person, as a man, birthed something in me. I started looking at shoes as a way out in middle school, and God gave me this dream and gave me this vision, and boom, it birthed. Man, I saw these shoes. They're beautiful, they're high quality, and they're at a, a good affordable price, bro. What went into making the shoes? Man, it's just me thinking about the shoes that I love, the shoes that I desire as a kid. Well, my mother couldn't afford it. So it's like, now how can I create a shoe at a good quality at affordable price for other families who actually are currently going through what I went through as a kid? Bro, I heard you can play two sports in them. Are they soccer and football cleats? Yeah, man, they two sport cleats, soccer and football. See, growing up, I played multiple sports, so it was just like bouncing from transition from different shoe to shoe. So, hey, it's two and one, so it's a good deal. Where can people find these shoes, man? Man, you go to ozelbrand.com, follow Ozell Brand on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, but please subscribe on ozelbrand.com, please. Yo, you heard the man, Mr. Titus, Ozell Golden. That's his middle name, yo. Go, <laughs> go out and support this brother. He is doing his thing. Listen, you want to support him. You want to get these shoes on your feet. Look, they're beautiful, remarkable quality, and at an affordable price. Listen, stop what you're doing. Go to Ozell Brand. That's O-Z-E-L-L brand.com today. You know, I say all the time that this podcast has introduced me to some amazing people. Your girl has been down at the track trying to get right, get fit, get tight. You know what I'm saying? And I see this gentleman there. One, he could run. And two, his cuts and his calves, that's what my legs need to look like. And that is what drew me to him. I was a little shy at first trying to ask him for his interview, how I was going to approach him, um, if he wanted to come share his journey. Is being on podcast something that he does? Is he here just working out? Is he even an athlete? So all those things was running through my head. But you know what? Your girl said, screw it, asked him anyways, and he said, yes, he would love to come share his journey on my podcast. This is why I love doing this is because every time I get a yes, it makes all the struggle or the frustration all worth it. I have a senior from University RI who runs track introducing Yannick. Oh, and by the way, I do love his name. Good evening, Yannick. Thank you for coming on Sports Talk with C. 
Thank you for having me. How you doing? I'm good. Thanks for asking me how I'm doing. I actually had a, a great day. So tell me a little bit about yourself and where you're from. Hey, my name is Yannick Mboki. I'm from Providence, Rhode Island. I'm currently a student at the University of Rhode Island, um, rising senior, and I'm on the track team. So you speaking of track, this is where we met each other at track, and I stopped to ask him if he would come on and share his journey. Yep. What made you want to choose track? Wait, before we get there, when someone says that they're a track athlete, what does that consist of? Well, what does that like? So, like, like, what, like, what? So, when someone says I'm, I'm a track athlete, do you just run track? Is there a certain like? Because I know there's like a hundred meter, there's two hundred oh, yeah. meter, certain like that. So, or does do you do all of that? Oh no! Like usually, like when people tell me they're on track, I ask them what event they do because it starts mm -hmm. from indoors, uh, sixty all the way to like ten k. So it can be very different. It can be you're straight up a sprinter or you're in the middle distance where, which is where I am between 400 to one mile. That's where my events lie. And then there's the distance, the cool. ones that go out. Okay. Mm -hmm. Alrighty. Nice. So you're in the middle, you said, right? Oh, yeah. All right. right so what made you like to run to begin with? Uh, so this was back in high school when I first started, I started my junior year and, uh, I literally didn't get boredom because my freshman and sophomore year, I would get out of school and then I would just go home. I wasn't really a part of the school, like after school program, I wasn't doing anything. So I said, all right, this year I'm going to do something. Mm -hmm. I used to play soccer back in middle school, but then I, was, I said, let me try something new. So there was, one of my friends was running cross country at the time and he told me to join cross country. I was like, I don't really know about running. Like I never really just went out there to run. Like I run when I'm playing soccer. So I was like, I said, well, okay, I'll do it. So I did cross country. I was decent at it. And then they dragged me into track. They said, you're going to do track too, right? You're going to do track. They kept on telling me, I'm like, I guess. <laughs> so I did indoor and turns out I was really good at it. And we was we won state championship for four by four, four by eight. I was like all state, all, all states. And everything was just perfect, like my junior year with track. So I went indoor, outdoor, outdoor again. We came back, we won the four by four again. Oh, and nice. I, I stuck with it okay. all the way till college. And now I'm in my, I just finished my third year URI and going into my senior year. Nice. Well, congratulations on all your, yeah. you know, accolades. And I'm pretty sure there's many to come. So you just said something about indoor and outdoor. What is the difference between the two? Uh, so outdoors is the one that most people know, which is the 400-meter mm -hmm. track. Uh, indoors is between, it's like the fall semester of school. So that's when school starts. The season usually starts in November to like late March or like early, middle of March, from November to middle of March. And the track in indoors is 200 meters. So two laps indoors is equal to one lap outdoor. So whatever you do outdoor, you have to do it two times more indoors okay and how like I know in every sport there's a lot of training that goes into preparing yourself for an event um mm -hmm. what are some ways that you get ready for your event is it you train yearly how do you get ready uh so usually like it starts during the summer 
Okay. A lot of people want to take summer off. Summer comes in, it's your off season. You're not really doing anything. You're working or like you just don't want to do track at all. Like you want to, you want to wait until school starts again, but it all starts in the summer. Okay. So right now I would be training for cross country, but when I got to URI, I stopped running cross country. So I don't really do the mileage anymore like that. So I start off during the summer. The training is hard, but it's not as hard as it would be in season. Like I take it a little bit slower and make sure like I'm practicing, I'm doing volume, I'm doing good reps, but it's not at the level that I would be doing it in season because I don't want to work out like I'm in season right now and not racing. And then by the time that indoor gets, we get to indoor, I'm at my top tier form and then like outdoor comes in and I'm all burnt out. I'm just waiting for the season to be over. So I'm training right now, but it's low. It's good reps, but it's very low. The time they're slower because I want to build up as we go into the season. I want to make sure like I'm in shape, but I'm not in like my best shape right right, when season starts because I want to build up and keep the momentum going all the way to outdoor because it's a whole year running. So I don't want to work too much and then burn out by the time outdoor gets here. So it's just you start off in the summer though. You don't want to lay and not do anything because when school starts, there's going to be kids that already like on that's been on it since school ended. So we're all fighting for spots in there. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's something that it's track. So track is a year round thing. Yep. Oh, wow. So, so when I'm on the track, oh, right. Mm-hmm. And you're on the 400 meter track, right. What are those? Like, I know there's one, two, like five, like rows, right. Uh, and then it's typically six. Oh, six okay. Yeah. What it what is it for? And then there's also it says finish line, and then what is all that stuff for? Uh that's just so you know where you start, you see the numbers, mm-hmm. how the numbers align. It's on the straightaway, and you see the numbers going into the curve. So that's basically where they line you up for. Like for each event, the way you are lined up is different. Like the four hundred, it's staggered. So lane one would be all the way at the end, and lane two, three, four. Yeah, oh, okay. Because you're trying to run the same distance. So if you all literally start in the same line, lane six is going to be running further. It's going to be running more distance than lane one. So they oh, stagger it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So like that, if you're staying in your lane, you're going to be running the same amount of distance in lane six as you would be in lane one. But then if you're running the eight, you don't stay in lane. So you're all lined up in, in a curve. So like that, when the gun go off, that mm-hmm. person all the way at the end, they can cut in. So they can put in and then they won't be running all the way on the outside. So they just line you up based on your event. So I think think the 400 is the last event where you're lined up in lanes like that staggered. And then eight, starting at the eight, you're just in a curve. Mm, Yeah, just to make sure that everyone is running the same amount of distance. Oh, that's really good to know. So (laughs) I have to ask you, just because you just spoke about that gun, when you first started running, that didn't make you nervous. You didn't like stumble or not start because of the gun noise. How did you get used to that? You know what's the crazy part? When you hear that gun, it's the most relaxed you are. Are you serious? Track. It really is because <clears throat> the worst part of track is everything that takes place before the race mm-hmm. and the last 50 meters of the race. So, because before the race, you're warming up. You see your comp- 
competition, you're warming up with these people, like they're around you. You see that they're going to race against this person. You might have known this person from another race, and let's say like they beat you. And you're like, ah, damn, I want to race this person again. But like, it's all like, you're just in your head when you're warming up, like you're trying to like stay calm, but mm -hmm. you're nervous because your race is coming up. You're all nervous, like you're, you're hot and bothered and like your blood is like flowing, your heart is beating really fast. But then when you're on that line, when you're standing there, you start to become a little more calm. And then like the second that gun goes off, you're in the, like, you're in there. It's too late now. Now you yeah, can't back. No, you're, you're in, in the race. Yeah, so at that point, your head goes from like thinking about all these other things to now you're just focused on this one thing. Instead of you thinking about the race and the people that you're going to run and everyone that's watching you, now you're literally just focused on this one thing, this race, and how you're going to get from here all the way around, how many, however many laps you're going to run, all the way to you finished. So you just focus on this one thing. So when that gun goes off, you're all good. Like you're in the wow. zone, you're in it. It's, <laughs> it's game time when the gun goes off. Yeah, you're racing against yourself in time. Those are, the, those are your two opponents, yourself and time. That's it. So the gun is actually like the best part of the race. As soon as it starts, your mind is a little bit more clear. Okay. So if you could describe, I don't know how you, I guess, running style or running speed. I don't know. If you could describe it in one word, like fierce, um, courageous, you know, what would you say that your type of run that you do, how would you describe it in one word? I would say relaxed. Ooh, okay. If you watch a lot of people running, you will see like a lot of different forms. A lot of people are like, they're very tight when they're running. Mm -hmm. Some, but like, you want to stay relaxed. You want to be able to breathe and look at the competition. Like look, look at your placement. And like, for me, I do middle distance. So I have to look at where I'm at every single point of the race. So I can't be too far out, but then I can't be all the way up front going way faster than I should, because if I'm doing that, then I will, I will start to feel that pain towards the end. So you have to stay relaxed and like, just be able to keep your form, keep your body up. Cause you don't want to be like leaning in or like, just like, you want to keep your form up and straight and you just want to breathe. Like just remember to breathe and like, just stay relaxed as the race goes on and like, just know when to move when to make a move and when to be like when you're like in a safe position how to hold the lead if you're in the lead so oh, yeah relax so when you yeah. are running and you like you said you have to you don't want to go too fast that like in or too slow but how mm -hmm. do you when you're at that moment you have to push through to get to the finish line what are some things that you tell yourself to finish the race? If I'm head to head with another person, mm -hmm. I just have to want it more than them. Okay. Like I, I want to win more than them. Like I, I don't want to lose. Like I want to prove to myself that I can, I can do better than I think I can. Like I just, I want it more. Like I, when I'm racing against, like I want it more than them. Right. Like I want to win more than them. Like it's just, it's the winner's mentality. Like, I just want to win. I know that's, <laughs> that's right. It. And how important is the form? You spoke about your form and not leaning over and standing up straight and being loose. What is the importance of having a good form when running? Oh, it's everything. It's literally like everything in track. Because with a bad form, you're more susceptible to injuries. So if you don't want to be running in a way that's like going to 
get you injured or like in a way that's going to get you more tired, like putting out more effort than you have to at the beginning Mm because you want to stay relaxed. So like your form has to be really good. That's why you have to have a strong core. So that when you're coming in towards the end, your your body like, I know it's weird, but you start sinking in because your legs just aren't coming up as it was before. So like your, your knees are not coming up. So your body literally starts to sink in. That's why it's good to have a to have a strong core so that you can keep your body up. Like just stay okay. up strong and like just keep pumping the arms. You want to pump your arms and just like stay up strong, keep your body up and just breathe. So like your form is very important. It's the difference between winning and losing. And it's actually the difference between fishing a race and getting injured. Like you just want to make sure that your form is as good as it can be. And a lot of sprinters, like they, they most of their practice, like it would be just, keeping their form because you're going at such a fast, fast pace. pace like you want to keep your form you want to be able to just stay upright you don't want to be taking your feet too far back out because that like you're more likely to pull your hamstring so you want to just be able to keep your form really good and like have a strong core that's like you also lift a lot just to keep your keep stay strong for the strength okay and who would you say currently or in the past is a runner or track athlete that you would either look up to say as a role model or just like watching them run watching them run uh so i would say 400 hurdles women's mm-hmm. 400 hurdles uh dalila muhammad she is just she's like the one that got me like really into that event into like just watching the 400 hurdles just watching how she attacks the first three hurdles is just amazing like she just goes at it strong like there's a hurdle in front of her but the way she runs it is like there's no hurdle in front of her like she just runs right through it and Mm -hmm. you just like it's so elegant like this is nice to watch that and I'm like wow like the way she attacks the race is just really incredible and then towards the back end that's where like you just see how strong she is compared to the rest of the field. Mm-hmm. And she's just on a whole different level compared to the rest of the field. So that's, that's like, I guess one of my biggest role models. Like I just like watching her run. It's just so elegant. And then like with Sydney too, Sydney McLaughlin, she's ended us. They're like the two biggest, mm-hmm. they're rivals from us, but they're rivals in that, in that event. And Sydney also attacks the race the same way. Like she's, you can tell that she also learned from Sydney how, I mean, she also learned from Delilah how Delilah attacks the first half of the race and how strong towards the end. Sydney also like does that because she's she's uh, new-ish to the event compared to Delilah. Delilah is more experienced, so you can see how she just learned from her. Just watching how both of them attack the race is the same. And you can see where Sydney got it from. It's, definitely from watching the little so the little is definitely one of them mm, good to know yeah. good to know you all they're definitely some great runners especially the, <laughs> the uh track races that i've seen like the, the events yeah. that i've seen they they can run oh i don't know how oh, you guys do it i hate running yes it is i feel maybe uh, because you got to work yourself up to it so you you're right it's probably not that bad yeah. i'm just probably being over dramatic like just- i am um, but what made you choose URI? Because I know there's so many schools that offer great, you know, track scholarships. So what made you yeah. choose University of Rhode Island? Uh, at first, I didn't. My okay. freshman year, coming out of Hope High School, 
I went to you uh, think to Rick. So okay. I was at Allen College. I did my freshman year there, but it just wasn't for me because I got three times in one season. And like it just wasn't for me. The school itself wasn't for me. So when luckily it was during right when COVID happened. So I had my indoor season and then when we was gearing up for outdoor, COVID struck. So we didn't have an outdoor season. So during that time I was looking at other schools. I was on a transfer portal. And well, my friend, my teammate from Hope, he was at URI. So he put me on with the coach and like I started talking to the coach. I knew the coach beforehand, but now that he was at URI, he's more closer to the coach. So he started talking to the coach more. I started talking to the coach once I was on the portal and he just helped me set it up. And my sophomore year, I was able to transfer. So starting my sophomore year, I was at URI. And uh, yeah, this was last year. So I came into URI, the injuries were still there. I was still like suffering from the injuries. I wasn't able to run at my at my full potential. So what was it during during like the middle of indoor? I didn't really run. So the coach, he cut me. He told me, hey man, the injuries are just it's too much and like people are fighting for the spot. So uh we're gonna have to let you go, just come back again, try again next year. And so that was like two years of not running. So my freshman second half of freshman year, I didn't run. And then my full sophomore year, I didn't run either. I wasn't on a team. So it's definitely like it took a toll. Like mentally, it's like, damn, I want to prove to myself like I can do it. Like I know I can do it. It was, I think it was, I'd like to say perseverance, but I know it was the ego that was kicking in. It's like, damn, I want to prove to them and mostly to that myself. I'm, I, right. That yeah, I got this. That I'm I a still runner. got it. Right. Yeah. That, that so, you do. Yeah. So I still got it. So I came in this year. And I was like, just, all right, this is the year. Like, the injuries are gone. I like I would like to think that they're gone because I'm not feeling it no more. I'm getting stronger. During the summer, I worked my butt off to make sure that I'm in shape. So, like, that when the season starts, I can really show the coaches that I'm in shape. And came in, I had a really good season. Like, I started off, I started off bad because it's been almost two years since I ran. So, it started off really Started off bad, you know, just getting getting back to the groove of things. Getting right. the off. Yeah. So started off bad, but then I started picking it up and started dropping personal best after personal best after personal best. And I was able to get on the relay teams. We went, I was able to go on our that's when conference the, that's like when for like when a team does it all the lap together. Yeah. Right? Okay, okay. Four by one, four by two, four by four, four by eight. Yes. I was able to get on the four by eight. Oh and wow. conference. Uh, we won it. We won our championship by conference. And I was able to go to New England. We won New England as well. Then outdoors came in. I was able to go back to uh, conference again. Like, I dropped. Oh, so you had um, nice nights. Yeah, like. All <laughs> right. I know that's I right. I, I know that's in. right. Yeah, and then I got the scholarship. So it was like, everything just. It's just like, I knew I could do it. It mm. was the injuries that was like preventing me from doing it because pulling your hamstring three times in one season really takes a toll on the body. And then even when you're like fully recovered physically, mentally, you're still there. Like mm-hmm. mentally, whenever you feel anything towards like the hammy, I would like take my foot off the gas. I'm not, I would slow down. Cause it's just like mentally it's hard getting back. 
But then once I got once I got it, I was able to just keep it rolling, and I kept the ball rolling, man. Just got it all the way towards the end, all the way to the end of the season. Got the scholarship, and now here, you are. <laughs> here I am. <laughs> I'm with you, I'm right? So yeah. you speak about you say it's ego. We're gonna say it's perseverance. What yeah. would you tell someone wanting to be a track star, track track athlete? Yeah that is currently going through injuries? What are some, or a quote, or some words that you would tell them to let them know that it's possible to keep going? What it, What would you tell them? Mm. One of my favorite quotes that I use when it comes to track, I think it's a Marine quote. It just says that pain is weakness leaving the body. And that that's very true, man. Like, Because you see it when you're like, when you're doing... And this is the best thing about track. It's all times. So you, there's no, oh, uh, I'm going to watch and then I'm going to assess how you do and then I'm going to tell you how I think you are compared to the rest of the team. No, it's literally, you are at this place compared to the rest of the team and here's a time to prove it. So it's, it's fact-based. It's not opinion. It's not based on what this person right. thinks. It's literally right there. Your time is here. This is how you do compared to the rest of the team. And you can see like how your times get get shorter mm-hmm. like as you get faster like your times are like getting faster and it's because like the pain that you was feeling during those workouts is just like that's the weakness it was just leaving the body like you're getting stronger so when you're feeling that type of pain you're getting you're getting stronger and if you're injured i know it's tough like it's it's tough coming back mentally than it is physically because okay. the second you start feeling that pain around that part you're like whoa, whoa, whoa. like you gotta chill you gotta chill you can't be doing this so it's tougher mentally than it is physically but you just gotta stay persistent if you know you can do something like if you really know you can hit this time or like you want to run this event and you, the injuries is holding you back just chill time fixes everything like just wait keep going like you just gotta be persistent in what you want like you know you can do this it will take time for you to get there but just just be patient. Like, don't don't try to rush it. Don't try to come back too fast from an injury. Trust in your trainers. Trust in what they say. Do the exercises. Just just wait it out. Like, keep working, and eventually, like, if you if you're persistent enough, you will get it. At the end of the day, it's just it's that simple. I mean, I'm a testament of that. I believe I in that. No, that's yeah. right. I yeah. know that's right, unique. So, <laughs> with your skills, since you nice nice with running. Where do you see yourself in five years? Would you like to continue to run track, coach track, be an Olympian? So what are your, where would you see yourself? Olympian is crazy for sure. I mean, like, we got to think big here. <laughs> big, big, big. For sure. Like I'm watching the world at world championship right now, man. I mean, I'll be looking at the times. It's crazy. I mean, if I believe myself enough, like I can definitely do it. I know that, but it's like, I don't know, it's just track is, takes a toll on the body and, like, requires a lot of, I don't know, like, it just requires a lot out of a person. So I was like, I definitely could see myself being a coach for younger kids, like the newer generation coming up, new generation of track athletes. Like, I can definitely see myself doing that because right now uh, I go back to my high school. We, there's a program that we have there. It's called Cobras. Mm-hmm. Providence Cobras and it's just to teach it just has like little uh young kids running from they're usually like from the age of six to like 18 
I was also a part of that when I was in high school. And it definitely provides a lot of opportunity for for young track athletes to like just see where the sports really is. Like we was able to go all over the place, like New York, oh, uh, nice. North Carolina. I was able to spend a whole week in North Carolina just competing. That was really fun. So I can definitely see myself coaching, being a part of that, going from the athlete part to more like the coaching parts. And yeah, that would be really fun for me. Cause I just, I like the sport. Like I enjoy it. And it's just good seeing, like I said, like track, you can see the times. It's just good seeing those times get uh, shorter and shorter. And it's like just being able to like teach someone, coach them and being able to like uh, show them how these times are getting faster. I feel like I would really enjoy that. Oh, so you would love yeah. to give back. I like that. Yes, well, I'd love to give back. Yes. Well, thank you, Unique, for coming on Sports Talk with C, coming to thank share you your me. track journey with me. Hopefully, I do get to see you as an Olympian, if not <laughs> Olympian coach, maybe. Um, but like I said, thank you for coming your uh, track journey with me and, you know, giving me some runners. And I feel a little bit educated now. And now when I'm watching and run i know what i'm actually looking at this time <laughs> the opportunity i love podcasts and you giving me this opportunity to be here really appreciate it thank you and you have a good night okay all right you too thank you bye-bye my prayers are with you bg with your family with your loved ones with your friends and we'll continue to pray until you are home we all know on thursday um, BG was sentenced to nine years in a Russian colony and also fined a million rubles. Um, cruel and unusual punishment comes to mind when I hear that. And I know that's American term or whatever you may want to call it. But some of the things that I'm hearing, that I'm reading, is just a disgrace as a human being, I know everyone is titled to your own opinions, but people's certain things just don't factor into an opinion. Um, I had the opportunity to cover the game on Thursday, Connecticut Sun versus Phoenix Mercury, and it was sad. It was a lot of emotion. They did... Um, 42 seconds before the game began and they did it in a circle they did it together and you felt the love that everyone shared for her and I commend them I give them strength to even continue to play a basketball game like nothing is weighing heavy on their shoulder right now I appreciate you for doing that as a fan of this sport, that you allowed me to still see a game under your stress that you're dealing with. Um, I'm going to play a recording from Coach Kurt Miller of you know his time he had shared with Brittany. And I'm also going to share um, just some words from her fellow teammate, fellow friend, fellow sister, John Quell Jones. So continue to pray for BG until she is home. You know, BG and I shared um, 
a flight out of um, a BG, uh, not BG, of a USA camp once, mm -hmm. and so uh, we sat in a cafe um, in an airport together, waiting for our flight out, and uh, it was the first, you know, time that I've had extended conversation with her, and you're immediately touched by um, just the person that she was. She was so present and wanted to know um, about me, uh, wanted you know to have really thoughtful um, conversations. And uh, her genuineness, um, her, you could tell she was very present and uh, uh, made a huge impact on, the, on that first extended interaction with her. You could tell how caring of a person she is and then why everybody speaks on what a tremendous friend she is. Yeah. Any other questions in the room for you all of you? Um, questions, Ned? Good evening. Um, JJ, mm -hmm. um, today's obviously been a miserable day all around. Yeah. Um, circumstances like this, did you even feel like being out there tonight, playing tonight? Um, Honestly, it was a lot of mixed emotions, to be honest. Um, it was like a rough day, and then us doing the moment of silence for us has been that much more emotional. Um, yeah, it was just, it was, it was tough. Uh, especially after we did the moment of silence, it was like, dang, like we did that, and I had to go play basketball, you know, and my friends mm. um, still locked up on the so. Um, yeah, you just kind of go out there and do the best that you can do. And, not taking a moment for granted, knowing that she, you know, this is where she would want to be. She would be in this game, literally. So, um, I just didn't want to take a moment for granted, but it was definitely tough to, to get up. Before we head out, I just want to say that I take direct messages, tweets, um, Facebook messages, whatever. I take advice, criticism. If you want to come chop it up with your girl, you want to come share your journey with me, just let me know. And also, make sure you are following me on all social media platforms. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Linktree, YouTube. Speaking of YouTube, guys, Sports Talk with C, please like, subscribe, and share to everybody you know. Until next week, C's out. Sports fans rejoice. You're listening to My Team, My Voice with MTMV Sports.